RadioInfluence.com. Uh, flavor, flavor, please tell your neighbors, Ian Beckles with flavor in your ear. <laughs> Wake up, sports, music, and fashion, best of podcasting, what's going on now and what's soon to happen. Be sure to stick around, no fast forward or skipping, dropping jewels, you don't want to miss them. Make sure you listen, Ian Beckles with the flavor in your ear, the voice of the people's here. It's here. Flavor. Hello everybody, this is Ian Beckles and welcome back to Flavor, flavor. Ear and living in a COVID time and you know whether it's affecting your world or not I don't know how it can't be but there's a lot of things happening in our country that are still messed up we have this election coming up and the election makes people act crazy obviously and I think this COVID is acting to the whole thing you know just everybody's acting crazy right now um the election's around the corner Everybody's saying and doing what they have to do to win the election, and that could be good, bad, or indifferent. To me, it's bad, okay? And, you know, amidst this election, we're still trying to figure out what's happening with our country as far as race relations. As a black man, uh, I like to say not a Democrat, not a Republican, don't really care for, you know, government to begin with. I just don't really believe in it. Unfortunately, it's part of our lives. And it's affecting every aspect of our life. And if you're somebody that's hoping for our world to change, uh, it's not a good time for it to change, unfortunately. You know, you talk about um, the people that are running our country, whether it be Donald Trump, whether it be Barr. These are people that don't even recognize or acknowledge systemic racism. So... How do you figure anything is going to change or improve if the top of our world or our country doesn't acknowledge something? I said this before. It's like trying to lose weight without cutting back or acknowledging that you have a weight problem, okay? I've never lost weight by accident, never, and I'm old. This thing is not going to change by accident. We got to do things literally, and it's just not going to happen with Donald Trump running our country. We're trying to eliminate racism and divisiveness. And last election, when we had a brown person win, Obama, it was all about you're not from this country and you're not American and your birth. And now we have another brown person as a vice president or running for vice president. And the same, same narrative is there. So it's a narrative that dark people aren't as American as us. If you question every dark person, if, if you, if, are your roots from America? Your roots aren't from America. I think uh, Trump's roots are from Scotland or Ireland or whatever. It ain't America. You're not native Indian. That's what's so funny is nobody's from America. Nobody's roots are from America. You go back, this whole birther thing with Obama. Now it's Kamala Harris. They're both false, first of all. First and foremost, they're both false. They're both American and born here. By the way, I wasn't born in America. I was born in Canada, but I'm as American as you. Sorry. And I know I'm black, but I'm as American as you. Okay, I'm acknowledged as as American as you, whether you think so or not. They're both false. They're both divisive. They're both systematically racist. And you're basically saying that people of color aren't qualified. I want equality. I, I don't, I'm not asking for much. 
I know it's not going to happen in my lifetime, but I want to be moving in that direction. That's the direction I want to be moving into. And we're not moving in that direction, people. We're moving away from it. And you put that dude in, in the office of four more years and bar politics. Forget about politics. I'm talking about life in general. It's going to be a problem for brown people. And I think they all know that. And just look at the, you know, at the polling and how many brown people are, are voting for Donald Trump. That's not an accident. And I'm to the point now where if you're a Caucasian man or woman and you don't understand why a person of color would dislike Donald Trump, then I think you better look in the mirror and check yourself, okay? Hope I'm not offending anybody there. Actually, I don't give a shit. If I'm offending you, you're part of the problem. The other part of the problem is with COVID, as we were talking about earlier, you know, it's to the point now where the political side of it has taken over, okay? Now, you can't, you're saying you can't mandate masks in school. First of all, (laughs) <laughs> to open up the schools now is ludicrous. It just is. I don't care what you think. Opening up the schools right now is ludicrous. If you think it's going to turn out well, good for you. Because you're probably the same person that said open up the states and open up everything. And, well, it didn't turn out well. Look where we are right now. If your person that thinks open up the school is right to do right now, well, then you're going to see what happens, okay? If I had a kid that was going to school right now, I would I would leave it up to the kid, Okay. Whether I think it's right or not, I will lead it up to my kid. Whether you want to do it virtual, go to school, both, I would leave it up to them. Okay, because you know they can make some decisions for themselves. I'm not going to keep a kid home, you know, and be paranoid. But if you think putting 50 million kids back in school right now is a good idea, God bless you. So you you're going to send them back to school, then you're going to look me in my face and tell me we can't mandate that they wear masks. You can't mandate that kids wear masks. Since when do kids have say in anything? That's a political thing. You have to understand that, okay? You can't mandate they wear a mask, but you can mandate that the schools open or I'm pulling the funding. I've said this before on numerous occasions. Donald Trump was that guy at the park with the nice glove and a nice ball that when the game started, about halfway through when he's losing, he takes his ball and he goes home. That was Donald Trump. We had that guy in our neighborhood. We beat the shit out of him, but he was around. He's going to pull funding if you don't open up your schools. And that's what that those people think are best for their area. You think that every area in this country is affected the same way? Obviously not. Okay? This episode of Flavor in the Year is sponsored by Blue Chew. I've been with Blue Chew for a while, and I absolutely love that product. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis. And Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office and wait in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. I don't know about you guys, but I've tried Cialis. I've tried Viagra. They both work, but... They give me headaches. I just don't like the after effects of them all. And you got to get a prescription. And I know usually when you use stuff that doesn't need a prescription, it doesn't work. Let me tell you something about Blue Chew. This stuff works as good as Viagra and Cialis. And right now we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use a promo code FLAVA. That's F-L-A-V-A. You just pay $5 for the shipping. Once again, it's BlueChew.com, B-L-U-E. Chew.com, promo code FLAVOR, and you try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, 
And you could, we got to thank them for sponsoring this podcast. And remember, when you support our sponsors, you help the podcast actually be possible. It's all about the sponsorship. So bluechew.com, promo code flavor. Then we're going to get here in a second. You know, you talk about the mail system and the postal service. <laughs> he said he's going to stop funding that, okay, if they do mail-in ballots. So he's openly being corrupt and really doesn't give a shit about what everybody hears anymore. He just doesn't care. And like I said, put him in office again for four more years, and we'll see how little he cares. So our country is still open. Our country literally right now, as we speak, as you're listening to this podcast, is doing nothing for the coronavirus. Our country is doing nothing for the coronavirus where it's hitting us worse than anybody else. Let me give you another example. New, New Zealand had four cases, and they shut the country down. They had four cases in the whole country. I know people are going to say, well, they have a lot less people. Than they had four cases and shut the whole country down. The whole country. Because they understand it. We don't understand it. We don't understand anything. We really don't. And getting back to this mail thing, as I'm listening to Donald Trump give us reasons why we shouldn't have mail-in voting, I hear his reasons, okay? He says, it's just a new phenomenon to screw me. Been around for hundreds of years. Uh, he goes, basically, absentee votes are okay, but mail-in votes are not okay. They're the same thing. So we have a president that's running our country that really doesn't understand the ABCs of laws, period. And these are not, these are not deep things. He thinks illegals are going to vote. First of all, illegal wouldn't vote for him. We know that. He thinks illegals are going to vote. And they have, you have to be registered to vote in any capacity. So that's wrong. Okay? He thinks foreigners in other countries are going to create ballots to infiltrate our system. Literally impossible. There's so many codes and this and that. and You can't do it. It's literally impossible. And he thinks it's going to take three months to rally up, you know, all the, you know, the, the information. It's going to take a few days, okay? So all the reasons why Donald Trump doesn't want mail-in votes, it, the reason is this. Underprivileged people and people without money use the mail-in votes a lot more than other people, and that's people, oh, don't, don't vote for Donald Trump. That's the long and short of it. And we're to a point now where, like I said, we still still ain't locking nothing down, still not mandating masks, and we keep on talking, but we can't close down because of our economy. Well, other countries close down, and their economy is going to end up being better than our economy. When we have companies, uh, I, I pulled a couple of these names, Dave & Buster's, I know Outback's Bloomin' Brand, Denny's, Cheesecake Factory, Applebee's, IHOP, are all companies that may go bye-bye anyways. So we open it up. These companies still faltered, and they're going to go away. If you had to close it down three months ago, they may be reopening now and making money. But right now, those companies are screwed. So what did we actually do other than kill a lot of Americans? We just killed a lot of Americans. And we have, we're to the point now where we're not listening to doctors anymore. We're not listening to scientists anymore. The doctors say do four things. Wear a mask social distance, wash your freaking hands, and stay away from crowds. Yet I have to watch on video or on whatever show it is, people in Sturgis 
all hugged up next to each other. They said a quarter of a million people rolled up in Sturgis, and they were showing videos, and there wasn't one mask in the whole goddamn video, okay? And they're talking about, well, they just want us to wear a mask because it's political. All right, then we'll see how many people, how many thousands of people die from being in Sturgis. We'll see that. Congratulations. Enjoy yourself. Okay? Schools are opening, and people are still gathering in motorcycle rallies, which mean nothing. Well, we can't stop them from going. Shit. Let me be the president and see if they show up. You see how the president had tear gas and all that shit for people who were protesting, you know, unviolently or just, you know, calmly? I'd have had the same thing. Tear gas sitting there with anybody on a motorcycle come by. I'm putting tear gas on your ass. How about that? Because you're going to kill everybody in our country. Okay? So that's where we are right now. And, you know... I talk about politics on this show, although I try not to be political. It's impossible. But this is where we are in this country. Republicans want everything open. Democrats want everything closed. Period. That's the way it is. It's political. It's all political. Whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent, we should go somewhere in the middle. Okay? Think about sports. Okay? Obviously, I do a sports radio show. So we t- we, we, everything kind of equates to sports. Think about in the, in the state of Iowa. Well, the whole state is a whole state. The Iowa Hawkeyes are a Big Ten team, all right? The Big Ten closed down. They can't play. Iowa State's a Big 12 team. They're still open. They will play. So are we doing this for the good of the players, or are we doing this just to look good? Which one is it? They all live in Iowa. They all live in the same spot. Is it better to play or not to play? It's all politics. It's unfortunate. And when I hear Dr. Fauci, who I've listened to since day one, and to me has zero agenda because he's worked for presidents on both sides. He has he has no agenda. He's not making any money by telling us what he thinks and he believes and what he studied for his whole life. But he says, if we don't control this thing now, it's going to be devastating. All right? We've ignored the doctors to this point. It might be a good time to start listening to them. And you know what devastating means to me? Because if it hasn't been devastating to this point, I'm not sure what devastating is. But devastating to me means somebody in your in your household is going to die. That's devastating. Okay? So do you want it to be devastating? Okay, I understand that closing the country is drastic. I understand that. But the other countries that have it under control did what? Close down the countries. We did it for about two weeks and we got antsy and we couldn't do that no more. That's where we are. And that's where we are. A lot of people are dying. We're here in the midst of Florida. I mean, I don't even like to go to restaurants no more. I may every once in a while peek my head in. I don't feel comfortable. You know, if people around me don't give a shit, uh, I don't really like people around me. I just mind. And I don't, I'm uncomfortable, man. And it's a funny world to live in. You know, I'm a person that likes to be amongst people. And uh, I just, that's not my thing anymore. I'm in my own facility and there's people around me and I feel uncomfortable. So, like, I'd like this thing to get taken care of, but I'm not sure we're not going to be here next year and a year after that and a year after that as well, unfortunately. If anybody ever wants to email me, it's ianbeckles at radioinfluence.com, and hopefully you guys are listening to my other podcasts as well. But in the meantime, please keep yourself safe and uh, keep yourself sane as well. Have a wonderful weekend, and please be safe. Peace out. Uh, flavor, flavor. To keep the conversation going, follow Ian on Twitter at Ian Beckles and check out Dignitary Radio. 
Radio.com to get the latest on where you can find him next. This has been Ian Beckles, Flavor in Your Ear on Radio Influence. Flavor in your ear, the voice of the people's ear. Flavor Flavor Bringing that flavor Flavor This is a Dark to Light with Frank and Beans Quick Fix on Radio Influence. The story of yesterday, which was the Joe Biden announcing that Kamala Harris. I, I, I guess we can just segue into it that this is another uh, trash heap of lies. Uh, I mean, it's, it's just one uh, the in, in the lie being the enthusiasm around this. Yeah. Number one. The, the lie in, in anybody saying that Joe Biden picked Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris was picked for Joe Biden. I don't know who did it. Um, the lie did it that really... she is a black woman. The yeah. lie that she is exciting. She, I mean, I don't know. Do you remember, Tracy, she was one of the first people to drop out in December after Cory Booker, I think. She dropped out in December. She was polling like under 2%. She had no more money. And she was completely dealt a fatal lethal blow by Tulsi Gabbard. Why anybody would say that this is this is amazing, an amazing pick here is beyond me uh, just on that alone. And and I, I don't know. I think it's uh, I think it actually highlights the Democrat, the Democrat Party's uh, racism and and sexism because they had a chance to make her the presidential nominee. nominee. And they, they yeah, she had to come in second. You know, the funny thing is this morning, this guy Seems like a really nice guy, actually, but just very misguided. Benjamin Wittes just shared a picture. Benjamin Wittes of Lawfare fame. Mm-hmm. He shared a picture of Kamala Harris, you know, gazing into Joe Biden's eyes and said, good morning. And I just went under there and I was like, oh, uh, I, I didn't realize that Lawfare blog was par- partisan. But then I saw somebody's tweet underneath and it said, what a good day. For the first time in a long time, I woke up so happy knowing this face is going to work for us all. So excited. Dark to Light with Frank and Beans can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.